Okay, so I was scrolling through Instagram and it said Google your podcast. So I did and I was kind of looking and I see I saw um one page, one website link with reviews or something like that and I saw one review and it said 5 out of 5 best podcast ever. And that made my day and I appreciate you whoever wrote that and the name wasn't familiar. I know that um I I'm kind of on a first name basis with some of you guys if you follow the Instagram, if you reach out to me in my personal life and whatever like we'll talk and I love to get to know all of you and if you ever need advice, if you're ever struggling, like just send me a message and whatever. Sometimes I know I'm slow as fuck to respond. Don't take offense to it at all. Don't take offense. Don't. If I take a while, just text me again. I'm never going to be mad. I apologize if I'm a bit slow in the beginning. But if I get into it, Ooh, I'm going to get into it. And sometimes I tell you guys, like, I love the inquiries, but let me give you a response on the podcast where I can be more detailed and I can help everyone who's probably going through similar situations. One thing I also want to encourage you guys, I know sometimes, you know, I lose track of what I'm saying and I get distracted and ADHD and whatever takes over ADD. But I see a, a a black bird right now. Like, that's supposed to be bad luck, isn't it? It's quite beautiful. I don't know what kind of bird it is. I was going to say crow, but I don't think it's a crow. It's a bit bigger than that. Anyways. Oh, my God. They're beautiful. Sitting on the top of the tree. That's very, very pretty, actually. That's great. Okay. But bear with me. Send me a message. I love to hear what you guys are going through. I like to see if I can help. I'm always here to help. I'm always here to listen. Um, and yeah, I say sometimes like, let me just get back on online and I will share my advice with you as specific as it can be as versus like texting it. But yeah, I'd also encourage you guys listen till the end on some of these, because when I give out my advice, you're going to want to listen and you're going to want to use it and apply it. So I was going to ask if you could please leave a review whatever streaming service that you're using it would mean the world to me i'd very much appreciate it you guys know like i don't really get paid i don't get paid for this i do this out of the kindness of my heart and it's a hobby it's something i you know i enjoy doing it but show your support i always say to you guys too if i'm ghosting it's because i'm lacking motivation or i'm going through some shit usually it's a combination of the two and you guys send me messages and it just reminds me like why i'm here and how much i love podcasting so i haven't done this in a bit but it's the new year um the new year is coming up in i don't even know if december has 30 or 31 days it probably has 31 days I think the New Year's is coming in two days, which means hot girl shit is getting a planner, trying to start this year off being organized. So I've been, I think, in motion of trying to like set myself up with habits. Habits is a big thing I want to talk to you guys about. This is kind of like, I wouldn't say it's the nitty gritty stuff, but you know, personal development is a part of sugaring. I had to 
change, you know, the meaning of sugaring, even though we've never, you know, come on here and created a set definition, we've had a bit of a debate between sugaring and escorting. But I want to say a true sugar baby is not a girl who stays static and is dependent on a man for the entire, you know, duration of her journey, right? Like, that's not a sugar baby. That's a lazy bitch. I am passionate about this because I came on here <laughs> a while ago and I, I never talk shit about working girls. You guys, I, every time I talk about this, I always am like, you guys know what I said. I've always said that at the time beforehand, like I enjoyed my time of, you know, having a few years off, not being stressed out. I really want to also talk to you guys about some other shit. I enjoyed my time of, like, you know, being free, not working, not worrying about bills. I never really took into account, like, how... Well, but this is what... This is how you change your mindset. So people really try and preach about being grateful and gratitude I don't know if that's the right word. <laughs> being grateful can change your mindset and I want us to keep that into account I think like in a way I've been trying to like say that to you guys like I said before your man's money is not your money I've been trying to tell you guys like be grateful and stay humble what I find is the girls who go on their the hardest falls are the girls who aren't humble who don't stay humble I try to practice what I preach sometimes you know we get excited and we forget that you know as easily as things can come to us they can be taken away from us but I want to give you guys some advice for this new year I first of all practice being grateful because I think all of it is like all of these things I'm going to talk to you about they come together and they create like this mindset this way that we need to be in 2022 how fucking gross (laughs) time is flying by way too fast I'm nervous it's almost summer again at this point holy fuck so being grateful what does that mean what does that look like it's Taking the time to get a book and write out, you know, things that you are glad you have, right? What do they say? They say if you focus on all the things that you have, you'll have more than enough. And if you look at the things that you don't have, then it'll never be enough. So again, we part of hot girl 2022, hot girl 2022, real hot girl shit, real sugar baby hot girl shit is the mindset it's working on ourselves continuously and it's writing shit down okay it's writing shit down i've been listening to podcasts and kind of all of them repeat the same thing i told you guys i was listening to podcasts but they say the most successful people are the ones who write shit down so i want you guys to start writing shit down and i want you guys to get planners So this year I went to Staples and I got myself like a 2022 planner. It was super cute. And what I really like about it is that it asks questions for you. I paid like $25 for it. It was like a bit of an investment. So I better fill that entire thing up. But they ask you to 
verbalize or materialize your goals and the things that you're interested in, things that you're grateful for. I think there's even a part where like every month you have to write out three things that you're grateful for. It's really, I think, important to and to stay humble, to stay aware of the blessings that we have, especially when, you know, shit gets tough, when we don't get our way, we have to, you know, stay positive. So one of the other things I want to introduce you guys to is kind of, this is what I've been working on myself. It's called LTT. This is a mindset. LTT. What is that? Long-term thinking. Okay. So some truths that I discovered pretty recently, I would say within the last two weeks, it's crazy how much your, you know, your brain is always working, coming to conclusions. This is part of growing up, right? I say like as a sugar baby, we've been exposed to so much trauma and shit, but why are we, I want to say more successful with what we do. And I'm not just saying by getting lucky, but I'm just like, I, I don't believe in just luck, right? Like you look back at everything. It's been always like an uphill battle. You know, you always have to make decisions all the time. And I think trauma and going through shit has always made me, you know, more prepared for whatever is coming next, more ready, more open. Um, I, you know, you don't get to where you get, like, just by being cute. I I told you guys this. Even when I say, like, working bitches, blah, 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 talking all this shit, I know it's not. It's not as easy as just choosing not to work, right? I know it takes a lot of luck. I know it takes a lot of, you know, wishful thinking and manifestation, especially if you want to get a man who's really going to take care of you. And, I mean, there's always room for improvement, but to be, you know, half decent or to get half decent, like, uh, Sugar Daddy's supposed to be a mentor, I think, right? He shouldn't be, he shouldn't be, I think, the end to all for you. It shouldn't be, a, let me give up now in life, right? I'm also going to explain to you guys, I think I might have talked about my American friend, but I want to go back. I'm going to talk about her, too. I should maybe write down all the things that we have to talk about. Let me write this down because otherwise I'll never remember. Okay. Let me write it down as we talk. Okay, so this is what I want to introduce to you guys. Long-term thinking, LTT. This is what life is about. Life is about sucking up and doing the shit that you really fucking don't want to do in order to get what you want more part of this is also self-discipline i think these are the two most desirable traits in terms of like getting to where you want to be and like doing stuff for yourself you want to be self-disciplined and you also want to I see one of the the reviews says, great podcast, babe. Keep up the great work. Please, guys, please leave me a review. I love that. That was so sweet. Didn't even recognize the name, but I appreciate it more than you'll ever know. Okay. Oh, my God, that reminds me. Okay. Okay, sorry about that. Um, what day is it today? Wednesday?
Life is about really just doing what you gotta do in order to get what you want. One of the things I used to write down in my notebook, or not even on my notebook, I put this on my board, my dry erase board on my in my um room. It said, how can I act in a way to produce more results of what I want? I might have told you guys this, but I, I'm absolutely in love with that quote. How can I act in a way to produce more results of what I want? What I've realized, especially with men in this fucked up sugaring world, is that no one does what's right, right? Like, you come into this world and not even into this world, the sugaring world, and, you know, it really can change the way. It really does change the way that you look at men, all men changes the way you look at all men. It changes the way you look at, you know, yourself and your significance in this world, how men view women in general. And, you know, all of it should be adding on to your own awareness. Now, how can you use this information to your advantage, right? Men will never act in a way of like what's right and what's wrong. You know, you know, you're, you're raised up with morals and whatever, but you'll never get to fully, you know, fully see that in the real world where people really do what's right or wrong. It's not, it's unrealistic. What you need to realize is sometimes you got to suck up and take what's wrong in order to get what's right for yourself long term. Which is, here's what I also am thinking. It's, this is such a big mindset. I'm going to show you guys how it works in real life examples. What is it? How can I act in a way that produces more results of what I want? Let me introduce you guys to the easiest example ever. Saying sorry, even if you're not wrong. Oh, as a Taurus, I literally cringed. I cringed so fucking hard. That hurt me. Sometimes though, I... And not even sometimes. I don't mind anymore. I don't care. I'll say sorry to whoever wants to have an apology. If I can get, you know, what I want long term, like, I don't care if I got to say sorry to 10 people. I don't have to mean it. (laughs) I don't have to mean it. I'm going to give you guys an example. One of my guy best friends, he messaged me because his mother had caught him with marijuana. She went through his bedroom and caught him with weed. Okay, so what is he doing? He's in a different country. His mom's texting him. She's heartbroken. And, you know, I hear his mom, his mom is the sweetest, right? She had a super overreaction to weed, of course, but she's like very innocent, very cute. And I I don't know what it is with these men, but some of them kind of like, he's one that lacks respect for his mother, right? That was something I realized I should be more grateful for, the way that my parents, not even parents, the way that my mother allows me to be so free, right? Especially at 20, living. Oh my God, I accidentally said my name. Um... He told me, so he, we were outside. I don't know how much of the, the last audio I cut off because honestly, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to say my name on there. I hope I cut this out. But anyways, I went outside to go smoke weed with my uncle and he told me he was proud of me. 
right? Which really meant a lot to me. It really meant a lot to me. But you know what I also thought? Like, I... It's not enough for other people to be proud of you, right? They don't know the extent of the things that you go through and what you're going through and what you're doing to get to where you are. And I just, like, I appreciate it. But then it made me realize, like, I want to also be proud of myself, you know, doing legal shit. (laughs) I'm kidding, not legal shit. But doing the stuff that I have always imagined myself to be doing. So... I mean, he he said he was proud of me. And also, like, this end of year, I realized, like, how close I am to, you know, actually, well, not close. Am I close? I want to do law school. But I'm almost done university. But I'm, like, I'm so close to actually getting out into the real world. I'm scared. (laughs) I'm nervous. I'm super nervous. But I I said, I want to be proud of, you know, me. And I think that's what I've been missing this entire time, right? Is like that actual sense, that very sweet, what is it, innocent, um, self-fulfilling, you know, feeling of my own accomplishment. The same way I get excited over grades, right? But, like, I've been, I don't know if this is really how I feel, but I'm kind of, like, trying to explain or trying to really piece shit together because I feel like once I got my car, I was at, like, an all-time low for depression. (laughs) That's hilarious. It was a little... It was a little bit... Crappy. Um, I think there's science behind it the same way, like every time we come to an achievement, like we will feel more and more and more like self despair or not self despair, but like more of that empty feeling, right? Cause you think material things, you think that thing that you're, you know, you want so badly, you think it's going to bring you all this happiness, right? And then you get it. And while you're still excited to have it, it's, it's not really hitting the same, right? And now it's not that thing that you're working towards. It's that thing that you have. Now it's like, what else can I work on? What else can I get? What else can I do for myself? So I recently got a job. <laughs> that's so funny. I was, that's how I was feeling. I felt like I told myself, like, I was being stopped from getting a job because like I couldn't really get there I didn't have transportation which I still think is true right it can be kind of a pain I don't really want to work either like there's two things so then I realized why don't I try and you know I I get a job that is going to do for me the things I would like a job to do The things that I would like. So, I mean, what were my biggest needs in a job? I wanted to be able to wear my own clothes. I wanted to be making more of a contribution. Holy fuck, that's the word. I wanted to feel more like I was doing something. My previous job, I was working in a grocery store, scanning groceries. I felt like 
the people that I worked with, like my management, I feel like there wasn't any, I just went off in the back. I think also I've had my own personal growth, right? I've changed from the girl I was in high school to like the girl I am now, right? And I'm learning things. And I was like thinking I am preventing or restricting my own growth, my own ability to do things when I stay at a job. Not that I really stayed there for long. I got fired. (laughs) I either got fired or I resigned unbeknownstly to myself. I don't know. Like, I missed having that job. But I thought I just... I was going to stay there forever. I wasn't going to quit. They liked it, though. They liked that they got both of us out at the same time. So fucked up. But anyways, there's so much drama with that job. I don't know if I could talk to you guys. I could talk to you guys about that one time. Also, if you also hear me talk about shit and be like, oh my God, I would like to hear that in a like, specific thing. You're like, I would like to hear that story. Like, DM me and remind me. Send me a message because I will never think about telling you guys that again on a normal day. But anyways... I, w- I have to go back to that story about my friend, my guy best friend, and his mom. I, I mentioned my ADHD trans. I forget what I was talking about. It's three. Okay. So he sends me these text messages. He's not responding back to his mother. His mom's very sweet, I said. She's just worried, right? Her, his mom is like, you also realized how easily everyone, everyone, Every fucking person in the world. It's it's crazy how easily everyone can be manipulated, okay? That's that's the scary part about the world is that all it takes is like a few words, right? And I feel like humans are just so trusting. Like you can really just be anyone to anyone. Like it's just about confidence. You can come in and be like a really confident bitch, or you could be a nervous, timid bitch, right? I try more for Oh my god, I was also watching this thing the other day on TikTok, kind of going viral, and she, this girl I went to high school with, talking about bimbo vocation, bimbo, being a bimbo, and how dumb girls, I think, okay, she, oh my god, I'm so excited to talk about this, okay, I seen her, her TikToks, right, and I was like, you're close to what you're trying, what you should be saying, and like, you're so right, because this is how I got through high school, she talks about being a bimbo, but I don't think she's... She's still got a lot of work to do on herself. Like, she's trying way too hard to grow up fast, but the glow-up's not there, and it's just still... The growth is a natural process. You can't fake the growth and not be there yet. So I see her post, and I'm like, these have high potential. Like, you could really be doing the whole fucking thing. And maybe she will eventually if she keeps posting about it and get to that. She has the right idea and I'm so in love with it talking about how being a bimbo but she kind of loses it so she's talking about how being a bimbo I don't know if she's trying to say being a bimbo is oh well no I think she's saying she's explaining how she gets through life being a bimbo but I don't know if she's actually doing it like a manifest or like a like a spiritual thing like a this is my what's it called I don't know, she's, it's so fucking confusing. Oh my god, I'm high, I can't even get the words out. I'm like, how the fuck do I put this into words? I don't know if she's actually 
she's saying be what her reason for being a bimbo is <laughs> that's it like i don't yeah that's exactly what i've been trying to say i don't know why she's telling us to be a bimbo right is she telling us to be a bimbo because it's easy is she showing us how she's a bimbo is she i i couldn't understand right and <clears throat> she's giving some hints but then another like they were good but then she goes into another one or not hints but tricks or advice but then and at first it's like starting off like good like this is true facts like she talks about how benefits of being a bimbo right and one thing she said is like you never or you never let people know how smart you are like you always let people underestimate you and I went through high school like that people used to think I was so stupid in high school and I would be getting better grades not even just better grades but like higher grades I used to get good grades and it used to be easy for me right but I would say dumb shit in class and whatever and I feel like once I got that label of just being stupid I feel like my entire life I was just talked to like I was stupid so that could be a con of being bimbo right I wasn't talked to like I was being stupid like at home or whatever and I think my teachers also knew that I was smart I don't know what it was, but it was like, once you get a label on you, it's hard to shake. And I feel like as human beings, we will internalize whatever label we give ourselves, right? And I'm pretty sure this is what I've been learning about in my, in one of my books. And not even, I think you will internalize whatever label you are told, constantly giving yourself or hearing, right? Oh, we're about to make a, we're about to make a whole fucking circle, guys. I'm about to fucking connect the whole dots right here wait so you but the same logic can work the other way you can train yourself to think that you are good things and you will internalize that as well okay oh my god yes you can set your day and i've tried doing this with what you want to become And everything is a mindset. Everything is a habit. We work out of habits, right? So you need positive, great mindsets for 2022, okay? And this is how labels can hold us back. High school, I was afraid to join clubs and do stuff. I just, I hated high school so much. I feel like I've suffered from a combination of, I don't know what was wrong with me, (laughs) over-talking, I wasn't cute, but I swear I was really cute. <laughs> um, labels. Um, being afraid to not be, you know, who I want to be. I feel like in the beginning of school, I got stuck with the wrong... Well, this is... I didn't get stuck with, like, r- the right people. I, I Well, the, my, my friend group wasn't bad. Well, actually, no. I actually like my friend group. Now that I think back on it... I started to really like my friend group, but I, I don't know. It's so complicated. So, how can we do better for ourselves? How can we fix this? pandemic in itself of not feeling worthy not feeling good enough being held back by our own fears of what other people think of us how can we do that 
by self-affirmations for sure i think that's step one like i listened and uh, listened to a podcast that said i kind of changed it to my own thing but they say like you know talk to yourself in the mirror positive thoughts you should never talk down to yourself in the mirror ever you shouldn't talk down to yourself ever you should always talk to yourself like a superstar I've always been a girl who will be like, if I see myself in a mirror and I'm going through it, like, or I'm just by myself, I'm like, I'll say, I'll talk to myself and say, you got this, babe. Like, you can do this. <laughs> it's going to be all right. Oh, my God. So this girl's talking about being a bimbo on TikTok. And I was like, I like it. But now I'm thinking I don't like it. I don't think we should be acting stupid to everyone. But she's also think I think she also talks about it's not being a bimbo. Bimbo is a very stupid way to limit yourself, right? I feel like that's what I was doing. I was being bimbo because I was too afraid to be me and to fail that's another thing we are always afraid to fail we'd rather conform and act like we don't know anything so that there are no expectations i like that part too about being a bimbo no expectations the when you really show through when you really did the whole thing like you did the whole thing <laughs> and there were no no one was expecting less of you no one is expecting better from you or well i guess everyone is expecting less from you so you can just always but anyways, there, I mean, I don't know. I like bimbofication in some aspects, but I feel like that's going to limit you. Like, we don't want to be calling ourselves bimbos and talking down to ourselves. And I get, like, the, the positive sides, but you know what? Life is about, you know, bimbo is like a way to stay sheltered, to not take risks, right? I, I told you guys that's not what we are at fucking all. And I said, get that shit out of your head. You're not a bimbo. I'm trying to show you guys we're awful with so much potential. And you need to figure out what that thing is for you and, like, do it. And do it for yourself. And do it so that you're not having that empty feeling at the end of the day. I have some girls, like, not even from here just message me. <clears throat> And, you know, or they'll post on their Snapchat stories. I'm like, wait, does anyone ever ask me for my advice? <laughs> they'll post it. And they'll post it. Um, and uh, just kind of like, I'm depressed and all this. And I'm like, yeah, bitch, me fucking too. I'm depressed, but here's how I'm trying to get out of it. I'm trying to go to the gym. I'm trying to read more. I'm trying to listen to more podcasts. I'm trying to work on myself and hopefully one day love myself, you know? One of the things I used to say is that people are always saying to us, like, love yourself. You need to love yourself. If you didn't, if, if you loved yourself, you wouldn't do that. You wouldn't do this. And <laughs> I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I'm like reflecting, like, yeah, I really do need to learn how to love myself. I... No, I have problems when I'm so, like, I'm so empowered by girls who can say no. So I was talking to you guys in the beginning. I said long-term thinking. But I think long-term thinking is super. But wait, look at this. Look at this way I'm going to flip this. Long-term thinking is sacrificing, right? It's something I'm sacrificing in spots where, you know, you should love yourself. But, you know, you're going you're gonna to chase whatever, you know, more than you have the desire the need to love yourself right 
because loving yourself isn't always going to necessarily put yourself in a great position. <laughs> if I really loved myself, I'd be fucking at home <laughs> all the fucking time. I would not be. I wouldn't be leaving my house. I'd have nothing to do. I'd be so bored <laughs> if I really loved myself. But I had to realize that, like, yes, I'd like to think I love myself, but, like, I'm still going to do what needs to be done in order to get where I want. And I just mean not in, like, a bad way. Like, oh, if your guy's hitting you, like, don't stay there. No, that's not loving yourself. That's not sacrificing. That's not long-term thinking. Long-term thinking, you got to think, where do I want to be in next week? Where do I want to be tomorrow? Where do I want to be in four weeks? Where do I want to be in a year? Forget all that. Where do I want to be in a year? And act accordingly. If you want to be happy, act accordingly. If you want to be liberated, act accordingly. If you want to be single, act accordingly. If you want to be money, if you want riches, act accordingly. (laughs) If you want... (laughs) And you have to have as well the self-discipline, as I talked to you guys about, to discipline yourself and sacrifice, you know, for long-term thinking. You got to sacrifice for it. And I realized that my sacrifice just had to be holding my tongue. (laughs) But the more you try and frame it to yourself, like the more it's like, okay, it's not that I don't love myself, why I'm sacrificing, you know, how hold my tongue, you know, the fact that I want to speak and yell and shout. But I'm also so, it's such the accumulation of everything. I'm so exhausted. I'm so exhausted. <laughs> I'm too tired to not hold my tongue. I'm too tired to fight. I am just one peace. And I want to be happy. And I want to not be stressed out at home. I want to get shit done. I want, you know. <clears throat> and. I looked and I said, I have a few options of how I can get here, but I'm going to choose the one (laughs) that's going to benefit me the most and just not fight and just let it go. Just water under the bridge. I also, okay, this is another theme, letting shit go. It's not great. It's like one of those, it's like those baby mamas that, or those girls, those girlfriends, it is, that's what it is. It's those girlfriends that get cheated on. (laughs) Oh my God. I don't know. It makes my head hurt. Anyways, we just let it go (laughs) for what you want most. Let go how you feel now for what you want most. And I think it's a circle. You know, what you put out will come back to you. I use that example, the first one, when I send my uncle. I see it's nice to be able to observe. I observe other people and I also make key conclusions from here. I've told you guys this at least 
three times. I said, I see my uncle bring two girls <laughs> to our family vacation. And, you know, also part of this is too, is thinking like a man. You need to think like a man. These are, remember these themes I'm telling you guys about. Letting it go, you have to think like a man. You have to internalize because it's a man's world. And as a woman, you need to understand how these fuckers are thinking all the time. And it was nice to be able to observe it from the outside. You know, a situation that maybe I'm going through. So here's what it is. And I guess that when I think about it, this is what gets couples, you know, so, who are together, um so resentful of each other listen to this logic i'm gonna explain to you guys see the parallel here so i watched my uncle i told you guys the story already but i don't care i watched him i'm not sure i told you guys actually i watched him talk to that girl sorry bring those two girls to our um family vacation right right after each other right like four days or not four days you're not out there that long maybe two days with one girl two days with another girl One girl comes, she's acting chill, she's whatever. Wait, no, did he bring two girls? My uncle's just been a dog, I've been just like, what the fuck? I, (laughs) so tired of him, dumb. But anyways, um, and it's like, why can't you just treat, treat a girl right? <clears throat> okay, so he brought two girls. I But why don't I remember how one of the girls went? Maybe only one of them I talked to. Okay, he brought two girls. One of them was mad, right? The entire time she came, she was being mean to my uncle. And because she was in a crappy mood, right? And when I talked to her and got to, you know, have some time and hang out with her and whatever, because I guess we were, like, kind of closer in age. Um, I see the way girls get for love. And I say, Wow. I love that for you. Now, what if you were with a man who was actually doing something for you? Like, wouldn't that love just be amplified? But then at that point, it's not even really love. It's like more of a dependence, right? Oh, my God. Anyways, I'm like always thinking, like, imagine that was a guy who, you know, was smart, who fucking had a job. (laughs) The way you guys are fucking getting all over my uncle and God knows. I need an ashtray. Oh my god, that's what I should have been doing. I'm not thinking at all, guys. I'm so... He's probably gonna kill me. Get this mess I'm making. Okay. I'm just gonna do... Okay. So I'm like, imagine
Ugh, my mother wanted me to come all the way. Like, she needs to stop. Okay. Anyways. So imagine if that was a man who was doing something for you. Like, he had a job. When girls get men with no money fucking like pregnant with their babies for love like i i can't i can't understand like what were you in love with the struggle <laughs> why would you do that to yourself can't trust these women and then these girls like get themselves in Stupid, stupid, stupid situations with these baby daddies. Oh my god, please, Lord, don't ever let me be a bitch with baby daddies. <laughs> with broke baby daddies. Sorry, I forgot to add that part. With broke baby daddies. Getting men pregnant, sorry, getting pregnant with a man's baby who literally has no, nothing going for him. What, just for love? You know, for what, sex? For dick? I don't know. It's about always finding a way to put yourself first. Maybe it's not self-love, but it's called putting yourself first. And that's why you sacrifice the things that you maybe want. Please, if you're listening to this podcast and are in love with a man who's not doing anything with for you, a man who's even, oh my God, if he's bringing you down, maybe you guys are working together. Yeah, fine, whatever. But if he is pulling you down, like, bro, and you're stressing I'm going to respectfully ask you to leave my podcast. (laughs) Please, guys. Oh, my God. Do so much better for yourselves. I can't. And you know what? I've been trying to put this advice onto people I know in real life. They take it so horribly. But I'm like... You're just going to need time to learn for yourself. You And this is why I say us sugar babies, we're so many, we're so, our, our mindsets are just so much different because we know what makes the world go round and we chase after it. Straight at the source. Straight at the penis. <laughs> Anyways, guys, I don't even mean to sound like a... I think I'm a real, like... <coughs> You know, I'm a sugar baby. I'm still in this relationship. Even though it drives me insane. I've <laughs> I've been holding on. But I have learned to hold my tongue. Or I'm learning. So my uncle brought those two girls. And I, one of them was being mad. And I remember I said to myself, or I said to my mom, I said, if she was smarter, she would come out there, save face, and be sweet so that, and be the fun one so that you're the most favorite, right? He's not going to want to hang out with you more. 
<clears throat> I think too, if you're also staying with a man who's gonna do, you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna stay with a man who's gonna cheat on you and whatever. <clears throat> if you're gonna stay with a man who's gonna cheat on you, like he better be doing something for you, but like he's not. Or maybe she's got herself in an apartment that she can't afford. I don't know what her situation is, but that's why, like, in this world, you have to not do things that are going to bring you down. A broke man will bring you down. A man with no goals and no mindset will bring you down, right? On the other hand, if you get a positive one, he can bring you up. He wants to encourage you, you know, to do things and believe in you and whatever. It's a very nice feeling. It's very much a daddy feeling. (laughs) I think that's all we're really chasing is for something to feel like home. Something to believe in, someone to believe in us. <clears throat> and it feels good. Even my simp, while I say he's broke and I still believe that, he's annoying as hell right now, actually, guys. He's so fucking annoying. He is also not a bad person to talk to and to get support i want to say this one million and ten percent getting support emotional mental and even sometimes while he my sims not too bad if i didn't bring him to meet that girl who rinsed his pockets maybe like it would have been like better support and some of these men they just want a commitment and once they get that commitment they're willing to you know splurge a little bit more on you it's all taking time. Brother's private story on Snapchat. He a, has the most cringiest personality, but I realize like all of my siblings have cringy ass personalities, and I too have a cringy ass personality. <laughs> um, but I see the way he posts. <laughs> He's always like swearing. I should add him into my private stories. But which private story do I add him in? Okay. So I'm like telling my brother, like, your private story posts are not caught, <clears throat> are not classy. And then I look at my private story and it says, not the farmer seeing me half naked. 
Like, those are the fucking weirdest problems that I fucking have. Yeah, that happened today. Finally. He got real happy, too. I was standing right in the window, and he walked in. But I love... <laughs> I don't even care if you saw me. I love having the windows wide open. It can be embarrassing, though. We go and do everything with our windows wide open and no fucking blinds or anything. Just yellowing in vibes. I love it. He'd probably be like, close it. But I would be like, I like it open. So I leave it open. My things are open, wide open too. <laughs> in my bedroom? Yeah, you can see in straight into that motherfucker. I don't care. I love it. Oh, wait. But you know, if you ever walked in Toronto and... <laughs> I'm just thinking about people who be fucking and sorry, not just not fucking, no, no, no. People who just have the glass walls in Toronto in their house, and you can just see straight into their living room, and you're like, that's so intrusive. But I'm like, here, I'm so judging it. But in my opinion, I'm like, yeah, I, I'm like, I'm just experiencing. Like, that's what I love. <laughs> I like when people can see it, <laughs> but it'd be real embarrassing. <laughs> When it actually happens, because he saw me. He's very excited. I'm going to tell her. Should I tell her? So, oh my God, guys. His ex-girlfriend. I guess he's not really his ex-girlfriend, but his ex-SB, his ex-baby, whatever, his ex-girl. I have her on Instagram. I tried to hide her from seeing my stories because I didn't want to rub it in her face or anything. I hope she didn't understand that. <laughs> I'd hate for her to see that and I'd be posting. And it's actually crazy. But she's been really sweet. But she's been really nice, considering the circumstances that I really, like, she really stopped. And I, I don't, like, I felt like there was so much drama with that. But she just let it go, like, so easily. That was a messy-ass night. That was so much drama that I also regret. But at the time, and I feel like this is why it's important to stay transparent with people, because... I don't know. I mean, he's really letting me into. Because would that have made me less crazy after, you know, going through a year and slowly finding out about everyone and their stories and seeing their photos? It's really been a long process and tall. But I think it's made me more comfortable. <clears throat> Sometimes I lose my energy when I think about it. That's another hot girl tip is don't think about the things that hurt you. If you're going to swallow something for, you know, the sake of long-term thinking, then you it's in your best interest not to bring it up. Do that for yourself. Don't think about it. Just do it. But the only time I have to reflect is when I'm here. So other than that, I'd just be super like, what's the word? It's unaware. <laughs> I'd be super like, 
what is it, detached, <laughs> emotionally detached. Uh, you just be moving, going through the motions, not thinking. But then I can't, this is the only time I ever really think and be like, damn, that's crazy. And yesterday what happened, oh, he does it, he brings it up and it makes my head hurt. He's done some shit that's just not right. But, you know, I just, I did the same thing. I just acted accordingly. I processed the situation for what it was. I decided what do I need to do? And I'm just acting accordingly and doing, you know, all that I have been taught to do. The only thing I can do. Act accordingly and make a plan. So anyways, I was talking about long-term thinking in the beginning. I talked about sacrificing what you want. The example I was using was with my guy best friend. I just want to wrap that up. His mom and dad recently divorced. And I gave him the perfect response. I said, blame it on the fact that your parents are divorcing. You got caught with marijuana. Say that you've read it. Helps with anxiety. Send her some links to read about it. And I should ask him for an update. And it's like, it's like, God, you, anyone who gets caught smoking, anyone who gets caught smoking and your parents have gone through a divorce like if that's not your excuse then you're obviously you're not thinking you're not on the same mindset (laughs) when you get caught doing anything and your parents have divorced um you blame it on that even if you give zero fucks when I first got caught with my when I got caught the first time with my first sugar daddy I blamed that shit on my parents divorce and how I have daddy issues and I just played with my mother's heartstrings (laughs) And I also, I my sisters have the same. I'm. This is a long, ongoing family problem. <clears throat> my sisters kind of have the same. Like I see my sisters is just a bunch of mini me's because they're gonna go through the same, you know, realizations and same things that I went through. Give me a second. This girl just... messaged me um today saying she found my podcast all this stuff and I think that it's motivating her to get back into it she said she started young too and she was feeling jaded but I was just giving her advice like never quit the grind doesn't stop I mean it's not that you have to work 24 7 as you know seashell does works day in and day night but I love that mindset that seashell taught to me I love it 
And it doesn't mean that you're constantly looking for it, but, like, you need to make sure that if you want it or you need it, you can get it. (laughs) (coughs) And that when you want it and you need it, you can get it. (laughs) I love that. That if you want it and you need it, you can get it. And you should never, like, close your opportunities. Here's how I feel when I think about missing a date. I don't go on a lot. But every date you miss, sometimes, especially, like, with the flow of a man's money pockets, depending on how much money he's got, if he can afford to see you whenever, You just want to go whenever the opportunity is there to go. Because you don't want too much time to have passed and you haven't seen them. You always want to be on their minds. And you always want to go and get that money when you can get it, when they're asking you to come get it. And then it gives you more opportunities in that one month. Look at everything in a monthly basis. It gives you more opportunities in that month in a shorter time zone. Because if you see them once in four weeks as opposed to once, two weeks, two weeks, like you just missed out, half the money you could get. So I was just waiting for just always be on... The prowl. <clears throat> Always be ready to get what you can get when you can get it. <clears throat> okay. So, I was saying people can be so easily manipulated, and it's scary, because you can be on the opposite side of that, right? Why I say this is, like, you just can't, but no, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm presenting two ways you can use this, you know, be aware of other people, but also be aware of the power that you have in yourself to be whoever the fuck you want to be. If you don't want to be, you know, marry who you are every day, like you make up your own personality on the spot. Every time you meet someone, it's their first impression of you, right? They don't know you. And sometimes you leave these jobs, you don't even get them. You'll never see these people again. Like every time is a one-time shot. Take it, fulfill it the first time to the best that you can every time. Those two components. Take it where you can. She's saying that when she was younger, she felt like she'd get confused with what she wanted, with their manipulation. Wow. With the guy's manipulation. I really want to say... Oh, I'm not even... <laughs> She's just sending me some random stuff, so I'm just... Oh, because I'm recording. I might as well comment. Um, 
I felt that sentence heavy. I told you guys, I was started off a, like a little bit of a trauma podcast, but I never really finished it. But Or did I? Because I had that example where sometimes, you know, he'd have me there crying to him because he wanted kids and a wife and all that. And I was only in high school. <laughs> Fuck, I'm looking back at it like that man was so fucked up. anyways i'll probably call him later like what's up what are you up to he's going back home to his province he's just driving you know and it's funny too guys that no matter how fucked up our first daddies were we will always have that connection to them if you can't tell me you don't at least call yours once a month even him has stuff to offer me he asked him to write me a reference letter like He's still got a okay company where I can really say, like, I had a job there. <laughs> and he'll do it for me. And I actually did work for him. So, like, <clears throat> and that's opportunity. <clears throat> that's another thing to add on to our list of letting go um, and self-image and all that shit is opportunity. A real sugar baby is an opportunist. Even when I say making your schedule and whatever, she just gets, takes opportunity where she sees opportunity. Right? Um, when I first came here, guys, I was fighting for... I was fighting for love. <laughs> I was fighting so desperately to be loved and to be the only one. And you and kind of I think we kind of almost got there and I think we're pulling back away (coughs) (laughs) but I guess that's opportunity I was never there for money I was always just in love but then Seashell taught me the importance of money one thing I like I think I was talking to her about her with my friend I'll always like her friendship or whatever kind of ended rocky but she was such an inspiration and I think she'll continue to be an inspiration to everyone she meets like she it's a shame that she was to the extent that she was you know like too much of anything is never a good thing like it's unfortunate in that sense that you really you're just too dangerous kind of thing like you're too risky for me to be friends with I don't like that and like to me the cons outweighed the pros I mean sometimes I still miss having someone to be like do you want to go get breakfast with and talking to her and laughing Wow. You know, she tried to say towards the end, like, I skipped out on her music video, but, like, there's literally so many other things that I came with her for. Like, say what you want, but I was always a loyal friend.
But I'm a Taurus. How, like, what else could I have been? <laughs> Anyways. Mindset is everything. Loving yourself is putting yourself first. Okay, if you enjoyed this, send me a message on the Instagram. Also, leave a review for me, please. A good one. Thanks, bye.